Welcome, friends, to the Learning the Way to Calvary podcast. I am Lissa, your host. Let us begin with a prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. This episode is on St. Damien Joseph de Fuster who lived from 1840 to 1889. St. Damien was canonized on October 11th, 2009 by Pope Benedict XVI and has the feast day of May 10th, when I will be releasing this episode. He is a patron of people with leprosy and outcasts. I recently listened to an episode, which I will also link to in the show notes, that discussed St. Damien in a little bit more detail than I will be going, well, different detail than I will be going into in this episode. Um, And one thing that is remarkable about this saint is that he chose to go and minister to the lepers and the outcasts, actually requested uh, the position, and that request that act of bravery the he the witness he gave is what led to his contracting the disease and becoming sick and he also experienced the downfall of the slow descent of his ability to minister and to be a service to others what i will be doing today is reading a section from the book saints for sinners Heavenly Help for Those Who Suffer, written by Joan Carol Cruz. And I will, in the show notes, have that information of the book, as well as links to where you can purchase it. Um, I will be reading now from that book by Joan Carol Cruz, and I will do my best to pronounce the various names, and I apologize where I fall short. So, now, St. Damien Joseph. Damien was born Joseph de Wooster in Tremelo, Belgium, and received the name Damien after his entrance into the novitiate of the Fathers of the Sacred Hearts of Jesus and Mary of Louvain. After his ordination, he served as a pastor in a comfortable parish in Honolulu on Oahu, Hawaii's main island. When he learned that the approximately 800 lepers on the island of Molokai were without the services of a priest, he promptly volunteered to go to Molokai. Before leaving, he was advised on how to avoid the disease by proper sanitary means. But Damien soon began to minister to the lepers in their hovels, helping them with bandages. And while performing other services, he often came into physical contact with the lepers' skin and body fluids, the very situation against which he had been warned. Personal contact with lepers was unavoidable since he served them as physician, housebuilder, sheriff, counselor, undertaker, and gravedigger, besides helping them in all manner of charitable endeavors. Damon had arrived at Molokai in 1873 
and within one year, he saw in himself the first symptom of the disease when dry spots began appearing on his feet and legs. Damien had contracted Hansen's disease, or leprosy, as it is better known. After six years, the symptoms disappeared, but then they returned with renewed vigor. His sciatic nerve caused excruciating pain, which ran from the lower spine down the legs and caused numbness to his feet. The numbness in his feet was so complete that once, after bathing them, he realized that the water was boiling hot only when sores began to appear. When leprous marks started appearing on his face, he wrote in a letter, Soon, I will be disfigured entirely. Having no doubts about the true nature of my disease, I am calm, resigned, and very happy in the midst of my people. God certainly knows what is best for my sanctification, and I gladly repeat, Thy will be done. Later, Father Damien wrote, I have, I'm having a hard time saying Mass. I have to sit down to preach since I, can new, since I can no longer can walk. I ride around in a wagon. So, in the midst of our patients, I myself am playing the part of a sick man. When asked by his superiors if he wanted to leave for medical treatment, the priest declined, saying that he refused to leave his flock and abandon his work. Damien had become a veritable martyr for the sake of charity and the welfare of the abandoned sick. Damien's face was badly covered with leprosy when he died on April 15, 1889. Although he had expressed the desire to remain buried among the leper's graves on Molokai, his body was returned to his native land in 1936. He was declared venerable in 1977, beatified in, on June 4, 1995, and canonized by Pope Benedict XVI on October 11, 2009. I am grateful that St. Damien is the first saint that... Um, I am spotlighting in this way for two reasons. One is that he chose and actively served those who were completely isolated. When people were sent to a leper colony, there wasn't infrastructure. Like there was no um, policing. There were no roads. There were no assistance in any way. And so it was quite chaotic in those areas and that's why he had so many jobs um, burying the dead and just essentially serving in every single way that he possibly could not only administering the sacraments but doing well getting down and dirty just being there with the people and um, I think a lot of us have had the experience where we have these bless these people in our lives are absolute blessings that just enter into it with us um it'll look different for different situations and different people and what we can and cannot do 
But even, you know, somebody who picks something up from the grocery store for you or comes over and helps you with the dishes, or maybe you're in a situation where somebody actually does, a friend comes and out of love just washes your hair for you, or just those things that are hard to ask for help doing, and you have somebody in your life that just comes and helps you with it. And it is such a blessing. And Damien, St. Damien, did that for people that he didn't know. Um, people that nobody else would come near. And then when he got sick, they said, do you want to come away for treatment? And he said, no, I will not leave them. And I think that speaks louder than almost the rest of the work he did. Because he... He saw himself in them. He he didn't give himself um, the special privileges that he could have taken. He could have gone to hospital and been taken care of and been in a clean space and just like been ministered to himself. But he stayed where he was and continued his ministry, which converted hearts and lives and was there and being alongside somebody who's suffering in that way is just such a powerful thing to do not only that but as he got more his his suffering increased as he became sicker and he couldn't use his legs his his ministry had to change what he was doing and able to do had to change and I doubt it was easy for him to to ex- to have that happen when you're normally able to go and bandage somebody's wounds or clean up after them or clean them to go from that to being unable to go to them in that way but be still being able to be an example and a word and a way for them also, for the lepers, who the so the other individuals who were there and sick, to be able to come and maybe serve Damien after his own example and therefore go and serve other people within the colony. And so Damien both is a beautiful example for caregivers and for those who are suffering and sick. It'll look very different, of course, between Damien's um, time and ours and our situation. But those examples, those what he did, the virtues that he dis- that he p- brought to the people and put on display, and those are those are powerful things. Um, having. I think if each of us are blessed in the way, we will have had somebody who we look at them and go, wow, you are ministering to me in a way that just calms my heart, that helps me feel loved, and that is a bringer of joy and of hope. And so I hope that 
each of us, um, whether or not we have the example of somebody in our lives that really makes us remember that the presence and the love of God is is there in their example, in their actions, in their words, that maybe we can be that example for them. So Damien went from a ser- serving to being served. And if we are the individual who is serving, just remember how powerful and important it is to approach the individuals that you are serving with love and joy and ensuring that they are not experiencing or feeling like they are a burden or too much. And then if we are the person being served, then just expressing the gratitude and praying for them, the people that are serving, that they are able to be a light to those that they serve. And just a reminder for all of us to be praying for one another and to know that we don't, we may be in similar situations of others. We may have similar experiences, but each and every one is unique. And that what we can do is we can listen and be present and just walk with one another. And so I would like to thank you for your time. Please pray for our community members and remember that we are praying for you. If this is something that you find might be helpful for somebody, please share it with um, those that you know. So may God bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen.